It has been said that if you don't have anything you would die for, then you really don't have anything to live for either. Consider an earthly example. In February of 1836, William Travis, a 26-year-old lawyer, had a ragtag group of 189 volunteers holed up in the Alamo while Santa Ana, the Mexican general, surrounded the little mission with 2,000 men and demanded surrender. Travis took out his sword and drew a line in the sand. He stepped over it and passionately told his men why he was willing to fight, even to the death, for Texas independence. We're going to die, he began. Our business is not to make a fruitless effort to save our lives, but to choose the manner of our death. If we surrender, they will execute us. If we rush out and fight them, we'll be slaughtered and forgotten. But if we stay in this mission and defend it against tyranny and aggression, we may be slaughtered, but we also will provide time for our troops and help free our country. Who will stay and defend this mission with me? One by one, the men found something in their hearts large enough to live for by being willing to die for it too. 187 of them stepped over the line. Jim Bowie had to be carried over on his cot. And only one man, a French mercenary who was a hired gun, refused. He snuck out in the dark of that night and lived to tell the story. All 188 men that stayed died, but they died having something to live for too. Their valor moved many more Texans to join the fight for independence, which they won two months later, crying, Remember the Alamo. Did you hear what Travis said? We're all going to die. Our business is not to make a fruitless effort to save our lives, but to choose the manner of our death. Doesn't that sound like what Paul says in Second Timothy? For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Our life on earth is short, and because of sin it is full of evil, with death inevitable. By faith, choose to live and die, serving Christ rather than vainly seeking to hold on to an earthly life you cannot keep. Jesus is much bigger than Texas independence. In his death and resurrection, he gives you independence from the worst tyrants, sin, death, and the devil. That is larger than the whole world. The only freedom from sin and death and the blood-bought forgiveness of all your sins. Jesus is not just something to live for. He is the one big enough to live for because he lived and died 
for you. His resurrection gives meaning to life and death. Because he lived and died to forgive you sins, you have something to live for, something death cannot take away. Because he arose to cover you in righteousness, you have something to live for, something death can never take away. He is not a fool who gives up what he cannot keep to get what he cannot lose. The line in the sand is before you. Jesus crossed the line to die and rise for you. Will you cross the line with him? Take up the shout. Remember the resurrection. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Hymn 346, 346, the first two stanzas. Yeah.